The York Dragons baseball team win their first district title since 1981. The White County Warriorettes win their second softball district title in a row. Baseball and softball region tournaments get underway on Monday. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by head coach Jordan Webb of the Cookville Lady Cavaliers softball program. Coach 10-23, and 23, your final record this season, but moving into a new classification, a new district, and a very tough district at that. I want to start it right there. What do you think of your team's performance this year with a really tough schedule? Um, I think as a whole, we uh, obviously it was a tough year with uh, 23 losses, but you know we did play a very tough schedule. The new district was extremely difficult. Um, our non-district schedule was also very, very tough. Um, you know, we we had some we had some times where we played well, and then we had some some times and even stretches, I'll say, where we played mediocre. And so, um, you know, looking at everything and trying to pick it apart now that the season's over, um, there was definitely some positives, but then uh, a lot of things that we need to improve on and, and get better at. Coach, you fell to Green Hill 13-4, to another one of those district teams that you mentioned was really good this season. But after that game, after your season came to a close, you had your group of girls in front of you. What was the message to the team after that? Um, well, first off, I wanted to tell them that I was proud of them for how hard they worked and um, how they stuck with it even through the really tough times of the season. Um, it's, it's obviously when things aren't going well and your record is, is struggling like it was, it's easy to um, you know, kind of just show up day to day and kind of give in and go through the motions. And they, they didn't do that. They stayed tough. They, they battled. They battled as best they could, even in some really tough situations. And so I, I wanted to let them know I was proud of them for that. But then right away, I also wanted to back that up with the, the fact that we need to improve in a lot of areas and we need to get better um, if we want to be a quality team, especially this new district that we're in. And, you know, as a whole within the state of Tennessee, if, you know, if you want to be one of the better programs and the better the better teams that are out there, then, you know, we've got some improvements to make and, and we've gone, got a long way to go for that to happen. I want to ask about those improvements in a little bit, but first I got to ask about your lone senior as well, Shelby Radford, who has been a mainstay in the Cookville Lady Cavaliers program for the last few years. What has she meant to the program, and especially this year, being that lone senior and kind of the lone leader for the younger girls? Yeah, Shelby's been uh, been an integral part of our program for a long time. Um, both her her two older sisters came through the program, so. Um, you know, Leslie Leslie played for me for four years, and then Morgan played for me for four years, and so Shelby's been around Cookville High School softball for a long time, and uh, and obviously she's she's been the mainstay of our our infield, and then this year, yeah, the lone leader. Um, you know, she's she's the type of player that she does everything you ask her to do. She uh, she shows up each and every day, ready to play, and uh, gives it her best. And you ask her to do something or you ask her to try and change something up and she's more than willing to do what she needs to do to, you know, be a better player and be a, be a good teammate. And, you know, she's a fantastic leader for the younger girls and uh, she's definitely going to be missed as well as, you know, as well as her dad, Todd, Todd has helped me tremendously for five or six years now coaching with me. And uh, Todd knows the game of softball extremely well. And, uh, I'm really going to miss him and his time coaching with me. And, yeah, the whole Radford family, I'm sad to see them go. But 
I'm also excited for them because Shelby's moving on to college and going to play with her sister Morgan next year. And uh, so now the family kind of gets to to rally around them to being on the field together again. So that's pretty exciting, I think. We're talking with head coach Jordan Webb of the Cookville Lady Cavaliers softball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, let's talk about the improvements that uh, you kind of thought of that you saw this season. Really young squad. You had the lone senior, so you're not losing too much talent going into next year and bringing back a lot of starters that you had for this year's squad. But what are the things that you guys are going to be focusing on in the offseason? Well, we're going to uh, we're going to really hammer down on uh, on obviously hitting and how we approach uh, different pitchers and approach game hitting situations. Um, I think that we could we we got the potential to be a good hitting team. Uh, we've got some power. We've got definitely some girls that can run and get on base. Um, and when they did this year, we were effective. But um, you know, we struck out an awful lot this year and. We need to somehow correct that and, and work our way on base better and have a better approach at the plate and, and uh, maximize, maximize plate appearances. Um, you know, and then pitching-wise, we've, we've got a young pitching staff in uh, Madison Lancaster and Katie Presley and Ella Dudney, and uh, so now we need to work at throwing uh, better pitches for strikes um, I think we left a lot of pitches out over the middle of the plate this year, and uh, we need to be sharper with our pitches. Pitches, specifically our off-speed pitches, we need to, you know, work the plate a little bit more and work down in the zone a little bit more instead of making a mistake and leaving it where the other team's hitters um, have a better chance of hitting it hard. Lastly, Coach, uh, what are you most excited for going into next season? You mentioned a couple things you have to work on, and it seems like there's a few things that they do do well, but what are you most excited for as you get ready to start once that season does come around next year? I think I'm most excited for the attitudes that the girls have. You know, we already talked a little bit this morning, and, uh, you know, they are they're on board and they're excited to kind of get back and and start over and you know have another crack at, at doing better they're they're ready to improve they're all ready to go play with their summer travel teams and even the ones that aren't travel playing travel ball you know they're going to be working or playing in some capacity throughout the summer and the fall so i think that uh i think that their willingness and their drive to improve and get better and and make it a uh, a better year on the field next year is is definitely a positive um you know and us as a coaching staff too we've got some things that we need to correct and and fix up on our end and we need to get better as well so uh i like how the whole atmosphere of the program is one that uh is realizing well we you know we were definitely fell short this year and we've got some improvements to make and that that goes for everybody including the coaches so um, yeah, I think next year is going to be a step in the right direction, and I hope that it's definitely an improvement from this year. And and then uh, going forward, it's getting us on track to where we need to be with all these other top-quality programs that are out there. That's head coach Jordan Webb with the Cookville Lady Cavaliers softball program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Congrats on the, on the season this year, and we look forward to seeing what you guys can do next year. All right, well, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by head coach Lee Bowles of the Clay County Bulldogs baseball program. Coach, you finished the uh, regular season in district tournament with a record of 13-10. and 10. You go 6-2 and two in district play 
In the district tournament, you got to the district championship game, ended up falling to Gornsville, but you guys still alive. You move on into the Region 4A tournament. Let's go back to that district tournament. Let's break it down a little bit. You open up with a win against Pickett County. You play Gornsville and then have to play Pickett County again, and that's kind of that third game is where I want to start it, an 8-7 to victory. Take me through that one. How'd you guys get the job done in, in the semifinals? Well, that was a that was a heck of a game, Jacob. I, you know, hats off to Pickett County. They played a great game against us. Uh, they actually stayed ahead of us the whole game. They got out on us early, two runs. We cut it two one, tied it up to two. They got back ahead of us a little bit. It was I looked at the scoreboard, it's five three. We tied it back up at fives. They got up seven, you know, seven to five. And then look, we was home team was batting there in the bottom of the seventh inning. And, you know, the guys just – the guys know they had to do it. It was up to them, and they know to win that ball game, they had to do it. And Pickett County loaded the bases up with us. They had two outs. Alec Kerr was up there to bat, and Alec had hit the ball great all tournament long, solid, real solid. And I sat in there looking. I just know – I had a feeling. I had a feeling, you know, he was going to rope a ball. I know he was going to do it. I just didn't – I was hoping it just wouldn't be right in a glove or something like that. And he took the pitch. Can't remember if it was a two-one count, what it was. He took a pitch and he roped it. I mean, he hit the ball hard. And I, I seen where it was going. Of course, you know we had two outs. We had the motors running with the boys. I had Sawyer on third, I had Jimmy on second, Joseph on first. And man, when that ball was hit, they took off. And he roped it to the fence. And Joseph and them boys had to speed and, and cleared the bases. And, you know, we walked off with it. You know, that was awesome. That was awesome. That's a pretty sweet walk-off right there, especially to clear the bases. And not only that, you guys beat your rival in, in a game that uh, has been pretty competitive, especially in the district tournament. It was a similar thing last year. You guys saw your season end to Pickett County last year. I guess how fulfilling was that, that it was a similar situation, but this time you guys were able to come out on top? Man, funny you say that, Jacob. You know, I'm sitting there on the field. I'm looking up at the scoreboard. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like... Come on, boys, you know. I, I know the boys could do it. I did. And they just had to get in the right rhythm. And I was thinking, man, it just seems like it was yesterday. I was in the same spot, you know, it was a year ago. And I was looking at him like, of course, I know we was the home team. Of course, last year they was the home team. Mm. So, you know, it come out in their favor last year. And this year, you know, it come out in our favor. And really proud of the guys on how they played seven innings of ball. Never got down. Never stopped playing. And they and you know they played the game the whole time and they finished it up with a victory and what a way to end it you know a three run triple by Alec was awesome and just you know just the smiles on the boys' face man it was it was unbelievable. We're talking with head coach Lee Bowles of the Clay County Bulldogs baseball program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. They just took down Pickett County to get into the district championship where they eventually fell to Gordonsville. And but you still moved on to that region 4A tournament. Let's talk about that a little bit. You're going to be going on the road to Cross Plains to take on East Robertson on Monday. And just in terms of that region tournament, it is a pretty stacked region tournament. You have East Robertson, who's a perennially good power. Of course, Gordonsville, which you guys have faced four times. And then you have Joe Burns on the other side. Uh, what are you guys going to have to do a little bit better job of here coming up in this region tournament? You know, we got to limit to mistakes. That's going to be the key thing, just limit to mistakes. We've got to have a little bit more fun and loosen up. You know, that's uh, they get a little tight. It was a little tight last night in the Pitt County game coming out. You can see it, you know, they, they need to loosen up. You know they need to, ha you know they need to have more fun, have more confidence up at the plate. 
But when they're out there on the field, you know, they got they got to make the plays. Don't make, you know, don't make mistakes. And, and if you do, just limit it. And, you know, you're going to have to keep the ball in front of you. And you're just going to have to play good ball to beat a team like that. Coach, when you looked at the, this season, of course the goal is always to win a district title, move on, but it w- was this a, a goal to get into the region tournament that you thought was pretty attainable before the season had started? Yes, it was, Jacob. And, I, you know, I actually had a good feeling about being in the spot we're in right now. You know, I would have loved to have beat Gordsville. Really, you know, Gordsville has been a nemesis to me. I'll just be honest with you. You know, they've had my number and I was really wanting to beat them. Hey, we fell short to them because they are a really good ball club. They're well coached. Their players play good. But, hey, we're going to a region right now to play in a game against a good ball club. And I think uh, I think we got something for them guys down there. As long as our boys, you know, have fun with it, put out, do their job. I believe we can do something. Coach, I want to ask you about the seniors. you got five of them on the squad this year. Obviously, they've meant a lot to the program in a lot of sports for Clay County. But in baseball especially, what have they meant to your program over the last few years? Man, it's been awesome, you know, especially the you know the three seniors that's been with me for the all four years, you know, Jeffrey Spivey and Ethan Spears, a couple of bows, and them's, them's the guys that's played all four years of baseball. And, you know, they've they've been tremendous for the sport every single year they've played. Big assets to the sport. You know, losing them's gonna be uh you know, it's it's gonna be something for us. You know, we'll have to really work hard to replace them three guys because they they are good baseball guys. And you know, with the addition this year, you know, we picked up Grant Strong. He really played a great job over at first base. You know, his bat's actually really coming around good. Noticing it last night. I'm anxious to see what he does Monday night. Then we got Carson, who's come on board. Carson's been a key role in, you know, courtesy running for us because he's got great speed and really look good stealing the bases for us. It's it's been fun having them guys. Coach, lastly, East Robertson coming up on Monday. What do you know about the Indians? Well, I've got a I've got a few things on. You know, I can't really share it on the air because, uh, you know, I've got a little little scouting report on the guys. <laughs> they're a very good team. They they're going to hit the ball solid. They're going to play you hard. You know, so. We just gotta we gotta do our job. Defensively we've gotta do our job. On the mound we've gotta do our job and when we give the opportunity to play, hey, we've gotta put the bat on the ball, get around the bases, and try to score as much as we can. Coach, I'm looking forward to see how you guys do well in that, and I've appreciated our talks all season long. That's head coach Lee Bowles with the Clay County Bulldogs baseball program right here on the high school playbook, taking on East Robertson in the region four A tournament coming up on Monday. Coach, we appreciate it. Good luck going into the tournament. Hey, Jacob, I'd like to say thank you. Thank you for everything you do for the Upper Carmel, and hey, go dogs. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by Head Coach Danny Fish of the DeKalb County Tigerettes softball program. Coach, you finished the season with a final record of 24-15 and after falling to Macon County and Upperman in the 7-3A district tournament. Just take me through that tournament. How much of a grind was it, and how tough was it this year? Oh, it was extremely difficult. Um, you know, I've been in the league here for 10 years now, and it was probably the top heavy, but it was the best top heavy that it's been since I've been here. Uh, you know, all four of those teams have been in the top 20 in max preps all year, you know, with Upperman, I mean, with Macon and, and White being in the top 10 for, you know, predominantly most of the year. And, uh, you know, all of us very similar and, uh, you know, you got to make plays and, uh, it was, it was extremely difficult, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, Upperman and White County, um, you know, they're going to be prepared for the postseason run, and uh, it was a, it was a lot of fun. 
I just want to go back to after after that game, after you guys fall in the second game, what was the message to the team after this season, after that game, and, and what did you say to the team? Uh, I mean, you know, I was proud of them. Um, you know, they they laid it all on the line all year long, and uh, they, uh, you know, played hard and had fun, and they were great teammates. Uh, we just came up a little short, and there's no shame in that. Uh, if you've, you know, we always talk about doing those three, and, we can accept whatever the results are after that. Um, of course, our kids were extremely disappointed because they're a tight-knit group and they wasn't ready for the season to end. But, you know, I remind all my teams at the end of the year, you know, that there's only one winner in the end. And, uh, you know, you got to see where you're at right now and try to identify some of your weaknesses and uh, get better at some of those things. So. I feel like our team is made for a good run next year. You know, predominantly being up a classroom, we'll have, you know, about five, six junior starters coming back. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll be just a little bit more seasoned. Um, you know, I always thought that, you know, those teams were just a little bit more seasoned than we were. Um, you know, Upperman and, and Macon came out of our district last year and, you know, both went to the sub-state and, you know, White County, I think, you know, made it to the sub-state, too, or uh, or to the regional semis. I uh, can't really remember what they did, but, you know, all of them been in the postseason and uh, know that feel of getting the job done in the, in the district tournament, and I thought that was the edge that they had on us, is that experience, and uh, it turns out that, you know, it was. We're talking with head coach Danny Fish of the DeKalb County Tigerettes softball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned the experience. You had two seniors on the squad this year and J.C. Hatfield and Kennedy Polk and those two kind of leading the way as this season has gone on. What have they meant to your program over the last few years? A ton. I mean, both of them have started every single game since they've been here. Uh, you know, J.C. started at shortstop since she was a freshman, and Kennedy started at catcher since she was a freshman. So, you know, in those two positions, I mean, that's high level of experience uh, that you're losing, not to mention, you know, just what type of players they were and what type of leaders they are. Um, you know, we're, we're going to miss them. Um, you know, they did a good job for us, and uh, – you know, hopefully they've been able to uh, pass the torch on to their teammates and, uh, you know, learn from, from them. You know, we uh, we always say our tradition never graduates, and that's because uh, we just, we our upperclassmen do such a good job of passing the torch to the younger players. Uh, you don't win, you know, 20 district championships and not be able to, you know, uh, mentor, you know, upperclassmen, mentor, you know, underclassmen and, uh, I think that those two did a great job of that with our younger players. Um, you know, we're going to miss them. Uh, you know, JC's going on to play at Cumberland, and, um, you know, Kennedy's going to go on to college, and, uh, you know, they're going to do great things. And uh, we're excited to see, you know, how their future unfolds. Coach, who are some of the players that they have, are going to pass the torch on to next season? You mentioned that it's, you guys are going to have a pretty top-heavy class next year with a lot of experience. Who are going to be some of the girls that you're going to count on next year? Well, uh, you know, Morgan Walker's our center fielder. I mean, she was all mid-state last year. You know, she's got possibility of being that again this year. She plays center for us. You know, Emma Martin had another great year. She plays left for us. And, uh, you know, uh, Aniston Farler, who plays right for us, she had another, you know, solid year. 
Um, Allie Griffith, who uh, placed third for us, had a great year this year. Um, she was probably the biggest missing piece in the district tournament. She got hurt in the Cookville game whenever we were playing them, and she was out for the rest of the year. And, you know, we had to turn around in the district tournament and play a freshman at third base who was actually our backup catcher. Um, but Allie had hit three-hole for us the whole year, so really kind of affected our offensive output. Um, you know, anytime you take a kid that's hit 420 and take her out of the lineup, it's going to be, you know, some cause and effect there. Um, but, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. I'm just fortunate that we're such a deep team and uh, could plug somebody in. And the kid behind her, you know, did a great job in the district tournament. But, you know, like I said, that experience in the lineup and key moments in the middle of the order, uh, or middle of the order kind of struggled because of that. Um, but at the same time, you know, Madison Martin's our other junior. Uh, she'll be back. She's played, you know, every game at first base. And, you know, all these kids have started since uh, they were sophomores because they were freshmen during the COVID year. Um, you know, so we'll be uh, we'll be ready to go next year. Hopefully, uh, you know, continues the success that we've uh, had this year and uh, make it a little bit further next year in the postseason. Coach, are you finally able to maybe get some rest now? There's no rest for me, man. I, I take about two weeks off, and then I'll start basketball up. I'll be summer basketball. Uh, you know, I coach basketball here, too, and uh, so there's no there's no rest for me. But, uh, you know, the good thing is is that I don't have to go to practice today, and I get to go check my seven-year-old out watching her play tonight. And As much as I love watching these other kids play, uh, there's nothing that uh, makes me any happier than watching my own. Well, that's head coach Danny Fish with the DeKalb County Tiger Red softball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time. As always, congrats on a successful season. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you. Welcome back on the high school playbook. We're joined now by head coach Adam Bowden of the York Institute Dragons baseball program. Coach, 5-2A district champions after beating Sequatchie County 13-2 on Thursday night. First off, I got to start off. How'd that feel Thursday night getting the win over Sequatchie County for the district title? You know, it was uh, it, it was hard to put into words. Um, that's something that I've I've strived for since I took over, and you know, we were we were the program was was wasn't where we wanted it to be. Uh, we put in a lot of hard work. Um, you know, we we went down to Sequatchie early in the year, and we were we weren't playing good baseball. You know, we started the season off one and six, and. Uh, you know, we kind of, I was like, hey, we, we can still make this happen. And, uh, the boys never quit believing, you know, and I never quit believing in them. And it was a, uh, you know, it was just a, it was a great feeling. I mean, it's, it's still, it's still hard to put into words. Coach, take me through the game 13 to two. Obviously a big victory for you guys. Looked like the bats were working well. The pitching obviously working pretty well. How'd they get the job done in the win? We, uh, yeah, we, you know, we, we played Monday, uh, played doubleheader against Monterey. And, you know, it was it was two nail biters. Uh, you know, our guys pitched great. Their guys pitched great. Uh, so going into last night, you know, I, I kind of had a game plan of what I thought we would we would do. Um, I had some guys in mind that that could pitch. Uh, started Ethan Haley, and I told him before the game, I said, you know, just I said, give me two strong innings, and uh, we just you know, first inning was well. You know, they they hit a, a missile to third base. And third baseman, you know, it was a tough play. I mean, it was a rocket. And uh, he settled down. We got out of the inning. Uh, we scored two in the top of the second. They came back and answered. 
and uh you know Ethan just really he settled down and and pitched great and, and the, the fourth inning I thought he was he you know he was he was losing a little bit of control he he, he walked a kid or he, uh, maybe he got a base hit and then he hit the kid and uh he you know at that point I, I brought uh Stover in and Stover's he started some games for us but about halfway through the year I thought I think this I think this kid is going to be I think he's good coming out of the bullpen and he's kind of settled into that closer role and he came in and and uh did a great job the offense we I think we we're maybe a little bit nervous because uh, we hadn't played in a we hadn't we hadn't played in a district title game since 2002 and we hadn't won a district championship since 1981 so maybe we got a little bit big eyed but we uh we settled down, made some good had some good quality at bats. We scored it was four two and then Seth Helby, who's a senior, came up and hit a three run homer and I, I felt like, you know, we were we were doing we were pitching well enough, I felt pretty good at that point. And we just kinda you know, just kinda like I said, just kept putting good good at bats together and uh and doing a good job putting the bat on the ball. We're talking with head coach Adam Bowden of the York Institute Dragons baseball program right here on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders, the newly 5-2A district champions after beating Sequatchie County the other night 13-2. Coach, it sounds like you didn't even have to use, three theoretically, your top two pitchers on the pitching staff. How exciting is that for you that you're able to use some guys who still pitched really well and you have your top two guys fresh going into region play? You know, I, I feel good. This is this is kind of what I had in mind. You know, throughout the season, um, of course, everybody everybody's you know at this point is is, is a good ball team. Uh, but yeah, coming into it, you know, I can't the the role that these guys have stepped into. Uh, you know, and coming, having both of them, um, you know, a hundred percent fresh because you know they didn't. They couldn't have thrown last night because of, of the pitch count, and they were they're pretty sore. They threw quite a few pitches on Monday, but you know if we we, we go out there and I've I've told them this for seven years every game, you know, those strikes, put the bat on the ball, and make the routine plays, and we've done a better job of doing that in the last ten ball games because, like I said, it was it was it was rough there for a while, but uh, you know they like I said they they never quit, you know, like they went to work and. and We've done a better job, and I said we we need to be playing our best baseball at the end of April into May, and and uh, you know I, I think we're playing pretty good right now. Oh yeah, I mean the numbers back it up for you guys: five wins in a row. You've only given up eight runs over those five wins, and six runs came in one of those games that you won by ten runs of sixteen to six. So what is working so well right now for you guys, especially down this stretch in the five win streak? They. We, Situational stuff, um, you know, early in the year, we were, we weren't playing, you know, just routine sound baseball. We were almost, we were trying to press things. We were trying to make too many things happen instead of just let them happen. We played with like we, uh, we had, we felt like we had, I don't know, at times early in the year, I felt like we had, we thought we had the weight of the world on our shoulders. And, you know, you can't play baseball like that. You got to play loose and, we just, you know, right now, our guys, they just, you know, we're playing as a team. You know, one through nine last night, everybody did a good job hitting the ball. Um, you know, they, they realize what we're capable of. What I, we, us coaches have been trying to tell them all year, you know, when we play sound baseball, you know, we're pretty good. Um, but we just, we, 
our attitude, our camaraderie as a team, you know, it's just, that's one of our strengths. I feel like that's been one of our strengths all year. And, uh, we're just having, you know, like I said, good quality at bats. Our defense, which was abysmal at the beginning of the year, <laughs> has settled in and, and done a pretty good job. Coach, uh, into region play, coming up on Monday, you get to host a, a talented Smith County squad. What do you know about the Owls when you get to host them coming up on Monday? You know, Smith County, for the last, I don't know how many, probably 20, 30 years, has been a district opponent of York. Uh, so we played them last year. Um, we split with them last year. You know, Smith County is always good at baseball. You know, that's Smith County is always, they've had good programs over the years. Uh, as far as what they've got this year, I, I don't know. I know, I, like I said, they're, they're a talented group. Um, you know, I, I expect a, I expect it to be one of those nail-biter games on Monday. Uh, you know, I know Coach Bush down there does a good job with them. So, you know, we just got to go out and just keep playing like we've been playing and uh, control what we can control and, and, you know, try to take care of what we can. That's head coach Adam Bowden with the York Institute Dragons baseball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. They open up a region play against Smith County at home coming up on Monday. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward into the region tournament. Thank you. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by head coach Dustin Williams of the Upper Mid Lady Bees softball program. Coach just fell to a really good White County team in the District 7 AAA championship game 4-0. to I want to go back to that game. Obviously a tough-fought ball game and taking on a really good pitcher in Addie Abel, but 4-0, to what did the Warriorettes do well in that ball game? How they did what they've done um, all year long. They've you know, they grinded it out in the circle. They got a tremendous pitcher. Addie does a tremendous job. She's a workhorse. She she works all the time and to perfect her craft, and, and she does a really good job locating her pitches. She's got good velocity, and um, her curveball was on last night. So it, they did they did what they had to do to win. When we put the ball in play, which I'm really proud of our team the last couple of um, the last couple of times that we played them, you know, we, we've limited our strikeouts and put the ball in play a lot more and their defense done a good job of just making routine play after routine play. And um, we couldn't get that big two-out hit mm. um, to, to kind of open it up a little bit like we did on Monday night against them. So hats off to them. Coach Roberts and the bunch over there at Sparta did a tremendous job. And they're a very well-coached team, and uh, they do a really good job. Coach, how stressful was this district tournament? You, the first game you, you is a two-run loss to that White County team, or and then a two-run win, a one-run win, a one-run win, and then a four-to-zero loss in the championship. How stressful was this tournament for you and for the team? <laughs> I don't know uh, if we could use the word stressful enough. <laughs> um, it, it was it was a fun tournament. Uh, I, I'm not using that as a crutch from last night, but you definitely could tell our team uh, didn't have the energy, the legs. Uh, you know, we went Monday night and lost a tough one to White County 7-5. to five. We left there at 10.30. We turned right back around, and we're in the loser's bracket. And, you know, a team, a Stone Memorial team, who got better throughout the year, but uh, a team that we had run ruled a couple times, I think we kind of – took a little bit of that off and then it took about four innings for us to really get in gear and we were able to uh, stave off a little bit of an upset there and we left at 10:45 on Tuesday so we knew Wednesday was a um, you know I've, I've been I've been the head coach here for eight years now and you know obviously winning a district championship last year playing in a region championship playing in a sub-state all those were really fun um, for us but man Wednesday night was one of the greatest nights of softball I've got to experience 
Um, to beat a really talented, well-coached DeKalb County team two to one, and to come down to the last play of the game where you know they hit the ball off the wall, got a runner on first, and he's trying to score from first base. We had a great relay from Addy McElhaney to Allie Jennings to Kira Hancock. Um, Leah McElhaney, another senior, pitched her butt off like she has all year long for us to give us a chance. And then we had to turn around, and our what we got for that is we got to turn around and, and play a, a really, really well uh, organized uh, and coached Macon County team, who's probably, in my opinion, was probably the hottest team in the district. Mm-hmm. Um, coming into the tournament, you know, their, their, their head coach resigned in the middle of the year um, with some health issues. So they had a young female who played there uh, take over, and she just brought a different kind of identity and mentality to their, their program. Um, and they took fire with it and was able to, to, to finish their season on the high note. And actually, they finished second in the district. It was, um, it come down to the last game of the year before we moved to Cab County. And, it, that would have that would have changed the whole structure. If the Cab would have won one of the two games, we would have been the three seed instead of the four seed um, going into the tournament. So all that you know, stuff happens for a reason. But then we turn around and play Macon in the nightcap, and, and we're just gassed, and we're running out of you know, we're running out of ammunition. Uh, McElhaney gave us all that she could give us, and then we pitched a freshman, Reese Kimmel. She came in with a kind of a bum back and pitched three strong innings for us. And then Morgan Green, who hadn't logged a ton of innings for us this year just because uh, of, you know, having three other pitchers and a lot of other variables, she comes in and throws four scoreless innings against probably the best hitting team in the district. So I can't say enough good things about, um, you know, her and our, our program and our team. You know, we were down 4-2 to two going into the, the top half of that inning, and we found a way down two runs to scratch three across and then hold them until the very end. So I, I just, man, I can't, I can't say how proud I am of our, of our program and our team to, to get to the district championship. Part two of the high school playbook with head coach Dustin Williams of the Upperman Lady Bees is coming up next. We're talking with head coach Dustin Williams of the Upper Mid Lady Bees softball program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, it sounds like you guys are going to take a couple of days of rest here before you open up region play because you mentioned it. You got into that district championship, and, and you really had to grind it out to get there, get into the region tournament. And is that really the main focus this weekend, just try to rest up and get ready for the game because you have to go on the road again to Lincoln County? Yeah, Yes, sir, absolutely. We're giving, we're giving them the day off and Saturday off. I told them, get the heck away from softball for 48 <laughs> hours and, and go enjoy you know, uh, being a kid, man, and, and the weather and everything, and just let's just take a break for a couple of days. We we traveled to Sparta four nights in a row. Uh, I got tired of seeing Diddy Road there, you know, by the end of last night. So um, we're going to take, you know, like I said, we're going to take those days off. We're going to come in Sunday evening and, and put our work hats back on. And, uh, you know, the focus for us is to, to get a win on Monday, and people don't realize how big that is. Because it's kind of like getting to the district championship. If you get to the district championship, no matter what happens, you're still advancing. Mm-hmm. You know, and although we want to win district championships, and, and this team, you know, has been in that game before and won the district championship last season, they know what it's about to be there. And you know, that's it's great to be there. We want to try to win it. So, you know, it didn't happen for us last night, but we get to advance to the region tournament. So now our focus becomes finding one win you know, on Monday, and then no matter what happens, if you win on Monday, Wednesday, lose or win, you're still in the sub-state. 
Now, obviously, going back to what I just said, you want to win that region championship because we played in it last year and got beat by one run, had the bases loaded with two outs in the mm-hmm. bottom of the seventh and, you know, grounded out to to the shortstop to end the game, and that puts you on the road on the substate. You know, but still, you get into the substate, it's one chance, one game against whoever. When, you know, you win that one, you're in Murfreesboro. Lastly, Coach, uh, four seniors on the squad this year. Obviously, they you've mentioned how much success the team has had the last few seasons in the program. And how much has this group of seniors meant to your program with the district runner-up at the district title a year ago? Well, you know, they 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 were around a lot as eighth graders. You know, they were coming around a lot as eighth graders, and, and we, we played for a district championship that year as well. And and we won the regular season in 2018 and, and got beat in the district. Um, tournament championship by DeKalb County. Uh, so they got to kind of see what it was like to, to see that. So coming in as freshmen, they knew already what the expectation was, was, was to be playing for that district championship year in and year out. So you know, their freshman year, we had a chance. We, we uh, uh, kind of gave one away in, in the district tournament semifinals, um, you know, because we were starting four freshmen and three, or four freshmen and three sophomores that year. Um, and they learned from that, and I hated that they lost their 2020 season because of COVID because I thought we could have competed for a district um, championship that year. But come back out as juniors, this group of seniors now, whenever whenever juniors, you know, they got it done. And we were able to to go 14-0 in the district and win the district tournament championship for the first time since uh, my staff has been in place. And, you know, they got to the region championship and, and got to a sub-state game for the only the – fourth time in school history so you know they they are used to playing big games and and they've had a lot of success in their four years here and and this year was kind of the same we switched to triple a you know we moved up in classification um i'm I'm a strong believer if we don't move up if we stay in double a like we were in last year we probably win the district uh, championship um and and kind of have an easier i would say route to the state tournament but that's not you know that's not what happened and we moved up and um you know, they they gritted and grind all year long to get us back to the district championship and be to be playing next Monday. So they mean a lot to our program, and just they work really really hard. Um, all four of them are going on to college. Uh, all four of them are on scholarship to go to college. Um, three are going to go academically to Yale, Tennessee, and Tennessee Tech, and um, our other senior is going to go play college softball at um, Ball State. In, in Dallas, and so it's just really cool to see not only the success they've had in the field, um, but also the success they've had in their lives and in the classroom and what they're going to go on to do. Um, you know, it's pretty cool when you can say, "Hey, yeah, uh, our third baseman going to Yale." <laughs> <laughs> not too many, uh, not too many coaches can say that. I don't think that's head coach Dustin yeah. Williams with yeah. the Upperman Lady B softball program right here on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck going forward into the region tournament next week. Hey, we appreciate all that you do for us and the support, man. It's 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 much appreciated, and I'm proud for our girls to get a little publicity. I appreciate it. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by head coach Jerry Roberts of the White County Warriorettes softball program. Coach, District 7 AAA champions after beating Upperman Thursday night 4-0, to your second straight district title. What was that like on Thursday night? Oh, it was a it was a great feeling. Uh, it was a great feeling for our girls. Uh, that's worked really hard um, this whole season, the off season, 
uh, and you could tell that uh, they, they put in their work and, and well-deserved. Take me through that game, 4-0 to zero against a B's team that had won a couple of games, beat DeKalb County and Macon County just to get into the championship, and seems like the girls played pretty well in the ball game. Oh, they did. Uh, you know, we executed good. Well, we uh, we our defense was spot on. Um, you know, we, we we did the right things as far as uh, bunting and, and, and timely hits. So it was a, a, a great team effort for sure. And Addie, you know, Addie goes out and pitches another uh, shutout, which was spectacular. You guys have only lost one game to a district team all season long, and how impressive is that, especially with the charge that Macon County was kind of putting on at the end of the season, and even here in the district tournaments, how impressive was it for them to only lose the one game and win the district title this year? You know, that, that's good. I mean, it was really good. Um, really, uh, you know, we you know, we felt like that, you know, DeCab and, and Upperman and Macon and us, I mean, we're just, you know, we were, we were so close. You know, we were, uh, you know, it wasn't like we was, you know, early in the season we beat Macon and DeKalb, you know, fairly easy. But, you know, later on in the year it was, it was you know, two to zero, two to one. And, four, you know, we beat Macon four to three twice. So, you know, it was it was very competitive and it was good to come out on top on, on those games. Coach, your second district title in a row with this squad. The team has won 11 games in a row through this district tournament. How Do you think that they're more prepared this year to go a little bit deeper in the tournament than they were last year? Uh, I think absolutely they are. You know, we, we, we miss, we're missing, you know, a couple seniors um, that graduated. But, you know, now we've got, you know, four seniors that have been with us um, all you know, for or been there for four years, and they and you can tell that they're they're determined and want to get to the state tournament. We're talking with head coach Jerry Roberts of the White County Warriorettes softball program right here on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Bar and Builders. They just won their second straight district title, beating Upperman four to zero. Coach, you mentioned the four seniors on the squad this year. A lot of talent in those four seniors. How crucial have they been to the team's success over the last few years, and especially in the last two district tournaments? Oh, they've been they've been spectacular. You know, I, I fifty fifty nine wins for these seniors, and that is with a COVID year of twenty twenty that we only had two wins. So I think that this class of four seniors are going out on on top as far as you know for the dedicated um, high school softball players to ever come through White County. So I think that you know, with them being four seniors, you know they're they're they, they have really stepped up and become leaders and and doing everything they can to you know to get us to that final week in May. Kind of going off of that, obviously they they've got the experience, they've been there before. You guys made it to the sectional round last year. How much of practice, especially this time around and this at this part in the season? Are you guys adding in anything, maybe improving on anything, or is it more just fine-tuning what you guys are already doing well? Oh, just fine-tuning at this time. You know, we got some we got some girls banged up, um, you know, give them a couple of days off. And, you know, with our – we have baccalaureate Sunday and graduation Monday, so, you know, we'll be off then as well. So, you know, just a lot of times right now is just to get – you know, the main thing is just get some swings in and um, 
which we'll try to find it, try to find some time this weekend to do it. But other than that, just try to get them some rest. You know, I think that softball and softball is a is a is a sport of of grind. I mean, you know, we we started in March. Um, we started two months ago and we played thirty five games. So it, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a grind of two months of weekend ball and late night, you know, getting home and and practice and it's it, it takes effect on the girls. So you know, right now it's just more of a more of a downtime. Uh, we hadn't really practiced a lot here in the last week or so, um, but we have you know just been hitting a little bit. So I think a lot of it's important to you know just give them some downtime. Well, obviously, you guys are prepping for the region tournament, going to get to host that first round of the region semifinals and taking on a Marshall County team that has had a really good season. Uh, you mentioned yeah. taking kind of that downtime and just really just trying to rest up for that game. What do you know about Marshall County, and, and do you know anything about Marshall County kind of going into that game? Uh, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're still trying to get some notes on them. Um, you know, I've heard that they're real scrappy. Uh, their defense plays well. Um, they got some big hitters, so. You know, that's just something that we'll have to next couple of days to try to learn a little bit about them and and uh, try to get all the information we can and go out and play the best that we can and see what happens. That's head coach Jerry Roberts with the White County Warrior at softball program right here on the high school playbook, the District 7 AAA champions in softball. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck going into the region tournament. We appreciate it. Thank you. With the district tournaments for baseball and softball in the books, let's see how each team finished up. First off in baseball in District 7 Single A, Gordonsville were your champions, beating Clay County 12-2. Both of them moving on to the region tournament. Pickett County finished third and Clark Range fourth. In District 5 2A, the York Dragons won their first district tournament since 1981, beating Sequatchie County 13-2 on Thursday night. Monterey and Jackson County finished up behind them. The Upperman Bees were victorious in seven AAA over the Cumberland County Jets. Bees will host Page in the region semis. Jets will travel to Tullahoma. On the softball side of things, Monterey upset Sequatchie County in the District 5 2A semifinals to earn a berth in the Region 3 2A tournament. They'll travel to Westmoreland for the region semis at the start of next week. District 7 AAA saw one of the most competitive tournaments in the state, with half of the games played being decided by two runs or less. In the end, the red-hot White County Warriorettes shut out the Upperman Lady Bees 4-0 for the White County's second district tournament title in a row. In District 6 4A, the Warren County Lady Pioneers upset the number one seed Coffee County Lady Red Raiders first in the semis 3-1 and then again in the championship 4-3. Lady Pioneers will host an old district foe in Ray County in the region semis. I'd like to give a huge shout out and a special thank you to every single one of the coaches from both baseball and softball who joined me right here on the high school playbook every week this spring season. I enjoyed every conversation. Can't wait to see who goes deep in the spring fling in the coming weeks. Until football in the fall, this has been the high school playbook. I'm Jacob Vinson.